fly around. Little green peas from the ground. Buttermilk biscuits, nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Butter beans, peas, beets, and chard. Chickens running in the yard. Catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop 'em black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that is dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture, often with that Mountain South Appalachian flair. And on occasion, I just might have a guest from our neighbors from surrounding states here in the Southeast. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. Today, we are setting the table with pumpkin pie and news of a fun, old-timey event at the Great Smoky Mountains Heritage Center in Townsend, Tennessee, the Blue Ribbon Country Fair. My guests today are James Gann, a music teacher in Wallen, Tennessee, with a specific type of pumpkin he grows and his description of his pumpkin pie that won a ribbon at the Blue Ribbon Country Fair. We'll also be joined by Haley Donahue, who is a Tennessee resident, and she'll share with us a recipe for a gluten-free, dairy-free pumpkin pie that's really delicious. And she'll also tell us how she processed an old-fashioned pie pumpkin and put it in the form to be used for making pies. And in Fred Sossman's Potluck Radio series, New York Times best-selling novelist, Atriana Trijani shares autumn memories of growing up in Big Stone Gap, Virginia, and a little story involving the late actress Elizabeth Taylor. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate your good company. First off, I'd like to let you know about this Blue Ribbon Country Fair, which begins Saturday, September the 24th at 10 a.m. in Townsend, Tennessee. The Blue Ribbon Country Fair. Saturday, September 24th, from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m., the Great Smoky Mountains Heritage Center in Townsend, Tennessee, will be hosting the Blue Ribbon Country Fair. This is an annual event that celebrates all that is good about an old-fashioned country fair. Activities include living history demonstrations of open hearth cooking, spinning, weaving, wood turning, blacksmithing, and they'll also have livestock including cows, chickens, and goats, and they'll be judging chickens and honey. The Pick Tennessee products display will be laid out highlighting food products made in the state of Tennessee. And there will also be popular historic games such as Farmer in the Cove, Sheep Shearing, and a Ladies Skillet Throw. 
The Townsend Artisan Guild will offer activities for children to take home. There is no admission cost to attend this fair. However, there is a fee for parking on the premises. Details and more information, gsmheritagecenter.org. And I also put a link on my website, tennesseefarmtable.com. And when you walk into the Blue Ribbon Country Fair, you just might hear a big tractor on a trailer out front grinding corn for cornmeal. That's what this is. Next up is our visit with James Gann. James teaches music in Wallen, Tennessee, and he's just the nicest guy. And he's going to tell us about the pumpkin he grew and made his prize-winning pumpkin pie out of that he won a ribbon for at the Blue Ribbon Country Fair a couple of years back. Well, tell me about your pumpkin pie and about your pumpkin, please. Well, it's um, it's kind of special to me. I started growing pumpkins a few years ago, just as a hobby, and um, I originally grew them for jack-o'-lanterns, but I've loved pumpkin pie since I was, well, since before I can remember. So I started making pumpkin pies out of them. I would grow them, harvest them, bake them, then turn them into a pumpkin pie and just enjoy the heck out of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, your pumpkin pie looks heavenly. Well, thank you. <laughs> it does. And, well, where'd you get your recipe for your pumpkin pie? Well, I I vary on several different ones. Um, so everyone that I looked at, you know, would say, okay, put this much pumpkin pie spice in and I taste it. No, that's not enough. It needs to be a little stronger. Um, so I would just take variations of different ones and put my own twist on it. That's the best way to develop your own taste. Right. Well, now tell me about the actual pumpkin. Was it a prize winner? It was last year. It's a Connecticut field pumpkin that um, I grew last year. I brought it up here to the Blue Ribbon Fair, and it won a Blue Ribbon. (laughs) Um, And then I I took it home, and I processed it and everything. And um, I did freeze it. You know, I had several pumpkins that came in last year, so I I have more pumpkin than I know what to do with right now. <laughs> um, although I'm sure I will find something. <laughs> well, it looks like you made a good use of it to make a pumpkin pie and enter it in this Blue Ribbon Country Fair. Tell me about a Connecticut field pumpkin. Is it like an heirloom pumpkin? What kind? Or do you? I know? I do believe it is an heirloom. I um, I had to go searching for the seeds and finally found a place that sells heirloom seeds. Mm-hmm. And so I, I bought several from them, and then, of course, I harvest the seeds 
and will plant my own seeds the next year, the ones that I don't roast and eat myself. (laughs) (laughs) So what does it physically look like, the pumpkin, when it's sitting Um, out in that field? They've, you know, they look like a a typical pumpkin. They can get anywhere from, you know, just about... um, I'm trying to think of what to compare them to. Maybe about the size of a soccer ball until some of them can get up to 15 or 20 pounds. Mercy. I've never gotten there yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> do you baby them all all summer? I do. I'm, I'm fertilizing them. I, um, I read somewhere that, you know, you're supposed to put cardboard under the pumpkin so that it doesn't have problems with the soil and all that. So... Um, I take care of them. Yes, I go out there and I touch them and I talk to them. And it's good. It, it seems to work. It makes them sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, James, I heard that you, uh, is this correct? Are you a music teacher? I or, am. Tell me about that. What do you do? I, I am an elementary music teacher here in Blount County. In fact, um, Townsend Elementary is one of my schools. Um I, I love Townsend. <laughs> um, and I, I love the, the little guys that will still listen every once in a while. <laughs> well, and do you play instruments yourself? I'm primarily a vocalist, but also play piano, organ, a little bit of clarinet and trumpet, dulcimer. Um, I try all kinds of things because I want to teach my students to enjoy every kind of music. Absolutely. Well, it's just such a pleasure to meet you today. And same to you. And um, congratulations on your pumpkin and your pumpkin pie. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and today we are setting the table with pumpkin pie. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We just heard from James Gann, a music teacher from Wallen, Tennessee, about his pumpkin he grew and his prize-winning pumpkin pie that he won a ribbon with a couple years back at the Blue Ribbon Country Fair in Townsend, Tennessee. Our next guest is Haley Donahue. She is a Tennessee resident and is going to share with us how she took an old-fashioned pie pumpkin, processed it, and made a gluten-free, dairy-free pumpkin pie. Well, Haley, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where did you grow up and all that? I was born and raised here in Maryville, and um, I work at Southern Grace Coffee Co., and I work for a little girls' ministry there as well. Now, tell me about your little girls' ministry. So, there's a house behind the coffee shop that we bought, and we... Me and the owner and a couple of other girls that used to work there, we've had a big heart for girls in our local community, and we want them to grow up knowing that they are loved and that they are worthy and that they they have someone that they can come to and they have a safe place. So we bought the house behind us to um, kind of start up that ministry. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. That's great. What is it called? Um, it's called Girls of Grace. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well... Now, Haley, we're neighbors, and the other day, your grandmother was outside, and I gave her a pumpkin, and she said, ooh, my granddaughter will love this. I take it you like to cook, like really good stuff, and will you tell us a little bit about how you got so interested in it? Well, I, growing up, I worked on a farm, and um, there was a lady, she would always cook pies and all kinds of really good stuff, and I always liked to help her, and then... Um, 
there for a while when I was without a job, I used to bake pies to, um, to support myself. And so that just kind of is where it started for me. And then as I got older, I realized I was allergic to some stuff. So I wanted to find an alternative that you could, that would taste just as good, but, um, be really allergy friendly. Well, I can attest that the pumpkin pie that you had your grandmother deliver to our house was delicious. And it was dairy-free and gluten-free. And it was so good. And how did you get interested in cooking dairy-free and gluten-free? Um, I found out about three years ago that I was allergic to dairy. And then this past year, I found out I was allergic to gluten. So, And I know there's a lot of people who are. And I just wanted to have something that was still just as good for them and for me um just like it would be like a normal day and you could eat eat what you wanted it was so good in fact I thought well you know our listeners would just really like to hear about this pie mm-hmm. um for instance if somebody's sitting there at a farmer's market and looking at a pie pumpkin how do you take it from a whole pumpkin to where it's a beautiful little pie that you give to somebody <laughs> Well, first you have to get the right pumpkin. There's different kinds of pumpkins. The ones that are have a little bit more of like a white look to them. Um, I always get the field pumpkins, and those ones I always feel like have the best flavor. And so I start off, and I take all the guts out from the inside of the pumpkin, and then I cut it up into smaller pieces, and I bake it at 350 for about 45 minutes until it's soft and then I will take the um the rind off of the pumpkin and then I just puree it so then I'm it's really easy to do just fresh pureed pumpkin and that's all you do for that it might sound elemental but a lot of times you're just sitting and looking at the raw ingredients and not really sure like how what how could I turn this into something it's it's a lot easier than than a lot of people think which makes me sad because people like I can't do that I'm like no you can it's so easy and it's so good for you if like if you start from scratch you you feel better it's more fun and it just tastes really good so if you had just like a little just regular size little field pumpkin about how much puree do you get out of one of those for a normal size one i'd say you can get from i didn't use that much and i already had like four pies wow. and i still have i can make probably another six at least from just a, like a small one you don't yeah. need much it goes a long way so would you be willing to share your actual recipe with us um so when i when i start off i do so i you know do my pumpkin and I put two, and this will make two of like the deep dish pumpkin pies. It's um, two cups of the pumpkin puree and then a can of evaporated milk. But when I make it for myself, I always use, you can use a can of like almond milk, yeah. but, or I learned that the coconut milk works the best and you don't even taste the coconut. Yeah. It just, but that gives it a better consistency. And then um, it's three eggs three-fourths cups of sugar, and then a half a teaspoon of salt, one and a half teaspoons of ground ginger, a half a teaspoon of nutmeg, a half a teaspoon of ground cloves, and then um, just your your pie shell. And you can find gluten-free ones. Um, I got mine at Kroger. I didn't make mine. All you do is you just mix everything together, and then you bake it at 350 for about an hour. Okay. Yeah. 
You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table, and today we're setting the table with pumpkin pie. We just heard from Haley Donahue and how she took an old-fashioned pie pumpkin, processed it, and made a gluten-free, dairy-free pumpkin pie from it. And I've copied this recipe and placed it on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. And now, let's hear from our friend Fred Sossman with his Potluck Radio segment with novelist Adriana Trigiani, author of Big Stone Gap, Milk Glass Moon, and Big Cherry Holler, on her autumn memories and more. Fred is a senior writer and associate professor of Appalachian Studies at East Tennessee State University, and he's also news director at the non-commercial public radio station in Johnson City, WETSFM. Fred also produces this series called Potluck Radio. Today on Potluck Radio, we share some food-related memories from novelist Adriana Trijani, who grew up in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Autumn, the fall, now is, was my favorite time in Big Stone Gap, always. I mean, most people love the summer because it's so green in the spring. But I really love the autumn because people used to be able to still burn their leaves in the 70s, and that was that, that smell. And I would um, hang out with my best girlfriend, who was Kay Coughlin, and we'd sit up on the hill as the sun would go down. You had to be home sort of by 6. And then I would walk home. And the first thing I would see would be my mother in the kitchen window. And my favorite thing was to see her in the kitchen window with the strainer and the steam coming up. And she sort of would disappear behind the steam. Because then you know you were having spaghetti, which was my favorite night. I asked Adriana about the southern practice of putting peanuts in Coca-Cola. Oh, my, my mother was horrified by that because, of course, we didn't know it at the time. She was concerned about cavities because it was real Coca-Cola and peanuts that are caramelized. And so because you put them in the Coke and, you know, shake it up, you know, the old southern fizzy drink you do. My mother couldn't believe it. In her novel Big Stone Gap, Adriana gives a fictional account of something that really happened. Actress Elizabeth Taylor choking on a chicken bone. Everybody I've met since the book came out was in that kitchen when she choked because everybody's got a story to tell about it. The best was what Senator Warner told me himself, which I couldn't believe. He was familiar with the book, and he knew it, and he thought it was very funny and stuff. And he said, but you got one thing wrong. And I said, well, what did I get wrong? And he said, well, the rescue squad didn't carry her out of there. He said, I picked her up and carried her. And he said at the time that was no small feat. For Potluck Radio with novelist Adriana Trijani. I'm Fred Sossman. This is David Rule, chef and co-owner of Trotter's Barbecue, located in Sevierville, Tennessee, and you are listening to Tennessee Farm Table. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. 
This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.